1: You're listening to What I Know. I'm Christine Ligorio-Chatkin. Today we have a fresh episode of our segment called What I Know Best. What I Know Best is a continuation of an interview with a guest from What I Know, but with a very specific focus. Something my guest isn't necessarily known for and doesn't usually talk about, but has quietly mastered behind the scenes. This week, Kara Golden, the founder and CEO of Hint Water, explains how her ability to put herself in another person's shoes, even when that person has a completely different set of needs and desires than her, has helped her learn to negotiate, and that even applies to how to handle an angry email from a customer. It's not just about giving the customer what they want. It's about giving them the precise right amount of information about what you're helping them with, making sure the situation doesn't escalate, and also making sure it's not a time suck for your employees. Here's Kara Golden.
0: Maybe it's my superpower, one of my little superpowers to some extent, but I have a very good ability to always be thinking about the other side of the table. And what do they actually want to get out of something? And what does that help you accomplish? To ultimately be able to get somewhere, right, and yeah. move forward. Because if you're sitting, whether it's a negotiation, whether it's, uh, you know, even you can take it into any place. I think about it from a sitting with a buyer or sitting with a consumer email, right? What do they really want out of those situations? And I think so often people just think about it, what's in it for their business, and not really thinking about if a customer, for example, if you have a challenge, maybe a customer didn't get their box of hint on time, right? They sort of walked into a situation thinking, I really want a certain flavor. They were counting on it. Maybe they had an event that they wanted to have all of these drinks. They had choices, but they were relying on this. They don't really care that it's. FedEx's problem, right? They want that situation solved. And so I think like really being able to try and think and and letting the other side of the table know that you're thinking about them always seems to help. And owning it too, like owning where you've failed in some way or that you, um, or even that you have, Certain challenges along the way, and that you want to do something, but maybe you can't. So, you know, even in the situation of uh, another story that comes from my book in 2008 2009, during the financial crisis, we had a number of retailers who were saying to us that they wouldn't actually pay us for product, but we could stay in the stores. And I thought, well, how am I actually going to make this business work? I mean, this was like a crazy conversation to me. But when I started really laying out exactly what my economics were in order to stay in business, and some of them said, I don't care, right? I mean, they were very one-sided, right? Others said, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I know that this might be hard for you and you may walk away, but this is what we need to do. Because you're showing sort of your vulnerability, your honesty, however you want to lay it out, I think that even if you walk away from the situation, I think people have a lot more respect for you because they feel like you've thought about the situation and you understand what's on their side of the table versus being in a battleground of saying... You can't do that to me or of course I'm not going to do this. You have to figure out how do you come together in some way. And I think that that is uh in any meeting when I see meetings going south, I'm usually the one to come back to that meeting. I'm also, you know, a parent, so I think I do the exact same thing. Here is what they're trying to accomplish. Here's what you're trying to accomplish. I may not be right all the time, but I think what I try and do is simplify it so that we can all come back to try and figure out how to make something work. And again, sometimes we need to just walk away from each other. Knowing that is an option, too, is always definitely something that I think is important. But I think being able to think about the other side is, is really, really critical.
1: Yeah. I mean, as simple as you said, just knowing what each other exactly want to accomplish um, can bridge so much. So when a customer sends an angry email or when you have a really significant customer dispute, how can you actually put yourself in their shoes and try to understand what they need out of that? You said you said there's a few different things that they might need, which is, you know, your own empathy, your own story, your own experience, and, you know, how to help them. But how do you know what they need and what they need to feel? How do you intuit that or or try to understand that?
0: Well, I think that the first thing is I've been a customer in many, many different situations. And when somebody actually goes to the effort to actually write, I think about how many cycles and how much effort that has taken, whether they're super happy about something or super angry about something. They have to actually open their computer or get on their phone, stop their car, whatever it is, in order to make something like that happen. So, The more cycles and the more time you engage with this person, this customer that, you know, is having any type of situation, it probably is not going to work to your benefit, especially if they're angry. And so it's always about how do I solve this problem as quickly as possible, right? And think about, first of all, we're going to solve this problem tomorrow. I'm going to ship it out. I don't go out of my way to say, by the way, if I'm shipping FedEx overnight, it's going to cost me an additional $50, but you're that important to me because I don't, as a customer, I'd be like, why did you tell me that? Instead, I would just say, you know what, I'm going to solve the problem and we're going to not only solve the problem, but I'm going to do something extra for you because I appreciate how much time you've put in to actually even letting me know about something. So using that kind of, I think skill is really, really critical. But again, I think it's just people want to be heard, right? You may not have it right. Like, you know, maybe they don't have an event that they're planning on uh, using this product for. But I think when they see that you're thinking and you're empathetic, I think you gain a lot more out of that. And also recognize that as it relates to consumers, if it doesn't go well if you're really annoying and you know you sit there and take 10 emails to solve a problem how many of their friends are they casually going to tell right about like let me tell you what happened with that company it's it, the pass along is just so dangerous so the faster you can actually go and solve the problem as quickly as possible you're just way better off and you know and ultimately i think consumers Again, when they have a problem, you can sit there and think about it as like the customer is always right. They're not always right, but something happened. That's another thing that for them actually to take time out of their day, like how did this thing happen? Always be learning so that you can be better. I think as an individual and as a company because maybe you did do a an email to a consumer that was way too long or took 10 different emails along the way and you screwed up last time. What did you learn from that time? Just be better the next time.
1: Yeah, it's so interesting. It sounds like it's kind of a balance of efficiency and kind of the right amount of information to almost prevent the situation from getting way worse than it is already, rather than just saying, hey, the customer's always right.
0: Totally. Look, it's even in, in your world, it's it's thinking about when a consumer is actually writing to you, maybe on social media and they're saying i really really liked what you wrote or or the person that you interviewed or or whatever like that person is capable of telling a lot more people and if you decide not to engage with them you don't respond back you know you don't look at it as an opportunity you more look at it as okay they get it like i'm great or whatever it is <laughs> like i think that they're asking to engage in some way maybe they're expecting nothing which is great but you respond in a way that is surprising the the amount of people who have said that you know when the ceo picks up the phone and calls them to solve a problem or i you know write back to them on twitter i i mean it's amazing how those people become your superfans right and they want to tell everybody about it and they want to tell people about sort of how they feel, not just about you, but also about the brand. And again, maybe there was a problem a few days ago or weeks ago. Now, all of a sudden, you've turned it around just by listening, just by thinking about what they really want to achieve out of a situation. And I think that that is something that I think about a lot. And And I think about it not just related to my product, but also you know, when there's disagreements between, like I said, my kids, my friends, or just situations that are employees as well, that it's trying to figure out how do we bridge those conversations so that you two can actually see the world, maybe not in the same way, but you come together in some way.
1: Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. Thank you so much, Kara. Yeah, absolutely. That was Kara Golden, founder and CEO of Hint Water. If you missed the full interview with Kara, just go back to your podcast feed and click on What I Know for the last episode. And click subscribe or follow while you're there so you don't miss our next one. Our producer is Joshua Christensen. Our production assistant is Blake Odom. And our editor is Nicholas Torres. I'm Christine Ligorio Chafkin. Thank you for listening to What I Know Best.